1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So one of the headlines you heard today on the Salem News Network is that the Democrats have failed, failed in their attempt to legislate abortion in all 50 states uh what is not mentioned often enough is that 49 senate democrats everybody but joe manchin uh voted to ban all protections on the unborn until the point of birth that's their position now remember when abortion was supposed to be safe legal and rare so if anybody who's on the side of abortion tells you that uh, you should uh You should not have an opinion if you're a man or that you should respect how difficult a decision it is. Just ask them a question. Why is it difficult? What makes it difficult? If it's uh, women's health care, if it's reproductive rights, if it's an issue of autonomy, my body, my choice, why is it difficult? Why should it have ever been rare? I understand why it should be safe, but why should it be rare? See, they don't want it to be rare anymore. They never wanted it to be rare. They just wanted to say that it should be rare so that you would leave the issue alone and let them just mercilessly and completely unchecked kill as many children in the womb as they wanted to. Now they just are at least open about their desire to do it at any point, up to and in some places even after delivery. They're debating that in Maryland. They're debating that in California. Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, says, she wants Chicago to be an abortion oasis, an oasis. Now, the word oasis ref- uh, uh, conveys something refreshing, something that you've been looking for amid desperation. That's how she views it. That abortion—it's it's, not—it's not rare. It's an oasis. It's a good thing. Absolutely, positively evil it's just evil there's just no other way to say it now do not panic when you go to the twitter bio of tucker carlson host of tucker carlson tonight Uh, i understand why you might panic a little bit when you read tucker's bio and it says emmy award-winning broadcast journalist graduate of harvard college and yale law school and frequent visitor to the aspen institute fully vaccinated they theirs no, Tucker Carlson has not been hacked uh, unless you count being hacked off. He says he is mad that the Senate has agreed to send $40 billion in military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine while we have a national debt of $30 trillion and while we, with a all-Republican Congress, House and Senate, and a Republican president, Donald Trump, did not defund Planned Parenthood from its $500 million in annual funding from the American taxpayer, and did not build a southern border wall. Carlson said the Ukrainian vote made me so mad I was desperate to amuse myself. And so he changed his bio on Twitter to award-winning broadcast journalist, graduate of Harvard College and Yale Law School, and frequent visitor to the Aspen Institute. Fully vaccinated, they theirs. Now, for the record, Tucker Carlson, even though he pulls in an audience of about 4 million people a night, even though he's number one on cable by a long, long stretch, he has never won an Emmy. Probably never will now. And he did not graduate from Harvard, nor Yale. He graduated from Trinity College in Connecticut. So... Don't question his uh, bona fides. Don't worry that you have uh, grown to love something that you despise. Tucker Carlson is just having some fun with you, and he is just having some fun with the left. Now, speaking of fun, it's always fun, as I said earlier in the show, to listen to Louisiana Senator John Kennedy because I find him, one of the reasons why I find him so funny is because he is so smart about what he says. Here he is talking about Joe Biden's domestic energy policy.
2: His energy policy, here's his energy policy. Wind, solar, and wishful thinking. He thinks he can run the greatest economy, the most powerful economy in all of human history without fossil fuels. And that's one of the main reasons why uh, the prices at the pump are, uh, are, are so high, and and the American people see this. They see that after 14 months, nothing is built, nothing is back, and nothing is better. And and that's why, when you poll it, the American people say, well, the country is headed in the wrong direction, And and the president, he has no self-awareness, or at least the people around him won't allow him to have self-awareness about the real problem.
1: Uh, That is absolutely unequivocally true, and Kennedy nails it, as he always does. Nothing is built, nothing is back, and nothing is better. Tell me what is better under Joe Biden. Is our international reputation better? Do countries around the world respect us? Do they feel like we're capable to defend them, our allies? No. No. Do our enemies fear us? Reports now are that we've committed so much military aid to Ukraine that our own military stockpiles are deplorably low in Stinger and Javelin missiles. I wonder if Xi Jinping of China is the least bit interested in that development, given how he looks longingly at Taiwan as a breakaway nation that he would like to make part of China. Are we better off on the southern border than we were under Donald Trump? I mean, if you believe that you should let in as many unvetted illegal aliens as possible, the answer would be yes. But most people listening to this show, most people with a functioning brain, most people who understand that you are allowing, at worst, people who could author another 9-11-style attack into the country, or at best, People who would just enact all kinds of uh, crime and horrible circumstances on people in the realm of human trafficking or uh, drug trafficking through would say, no, we're unquestionably not better off at the southern border. I don't like paying the prices that we're paying for things we can't afford to go without. I got to go to work. I got to gas up my car. You do, too that's now taking 40 to 50% more out of our wallet than it did before Joe Biden became the president. Imagine now if you were having a baby, and you went to Kroger, you went to Giant Eagle, you went to whatever store, Walgreens, CVS, and you're looking for baby formula, and you can't find it because it's not there, and it won't be there, and you're forced to... Find it somewhere else. You can't breastfeed. You can't feed your infant. I mean, you have a job. You're able to pay. You just can't find the product. Was that a problem before Joe Biden became president? So I've just hit on a few of these things. There's ample evidence that every single thing he touches is an epic disaster. And yet... His response is to continually blame other people. What has he ever taken any kind of responsibility for? Nothing that I know of. Nothing at all. Apparently, he's never read a history book. Wasn't it uh, a pretty well-known phrase in American history? I mean, I'm sure he's preoccupied with Uh, the Civil War. No, he's not preoccupied with the Civil War because that makes America look good. We fought for the emancipation of the slaves. He's, He's probably preoccupied with all points of history since we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. He didn't go back before that and find out that Harry Truman said, the buck stops here. It was probably very intolerant and hateful of us to drop the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And liberate our prisoners of war from Japanese oppression in World War II. That's probably where Joe Biden started reading American history. He skipped over that part about, you know, Gettysburg and Union soldiers dying to free slaves and went right to the end of World War II, and he missed that Truman truism about the buck-stopping here. Oh, there's good news on the baby formula shortage. Uh, this just in. Uh, Texas Congressman uh, Dan Crenshaw uh, notes that the Biden administration is shipping pallets of baby formula. Where? To uh, Huber Heights? To Upper Arlington? To uh, suburban Montgomery County? And Franklin County? No. No. They are shipping pallets of baby formula To the border. Now, I don't want the babies of illegal aliens to uh, die from lack of nourishment. But wouldn't this be something that would tell the citizens of America that he cares about them? If Joe Biden would fix the baby formula shortage for babies in the inner city, those places where crime is rampant? And where people can walk into the store and steal stuff without being prosecuted, assuming they steal less than $1,000, which is the case in Los Angeles and other cities in California. Wouldn't that be a better way to demonstrate how much he really cares about his Democratic voting bloc? Uh, Of course, this is not a surprise, given the fact that earlier this week, his attorney general Merrick Garland has overruled immigration courts. You heard me, overruled immigration courts. Wow. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd say this administration was lawless. That's all I heard about the last one. Yeah, Merrick Garland has overruled immigration courts who were not taking the mental health history of illegal immigrants into consideration when determining whether to uphold their asylum claims or not. Now Merrick Garland says that any asylum-seeking illegal alien who cites mental health as a reason why they cannot be returned to their home country, that that concern must be heard. Garland overruled a case involving a Mexican national convicted of burglary in New Jersey. In 2017, the man was sentenced to four years in prison. And so they were going to send him back to Mexico. But he argued that he should not be deported because he would be persecuted in Mexico because of his sexual orientation and mental health. So Merrick Garland said he determined that it is appropriate to overrule such decisions and he thus vacated the board's decision decision. In the case of the Mexican national convicted of burglary, here's the quote from: "Thank goodness he was never allowed to be a Supreme Court justice." Merrick Garland. In some circumstances, a respondent's medical health, or excuse me, a respondent's mental health condition may indicate that the respondent does not pose a danger to the community. Uh, he was convicted of armed robbery. Armed armed robbery. But he's not a danger to the community because he's gay and he has mental health issues. I mean the Mexican National, not Merrick Garland, on the mental health side, at least. Now, speaking of mental health issues, Nina Jankowitz is apparently going to be allowed to be the head of Homeland Security's new disinformation board. Uh, You've seen her singing like Mary Poppins, demonstrating her woke bona fides. There's been a lot of speculation now that Elon Musk is buying Twitter, what he might do with Twitter, what kind of innovations he might bring to Twitter. Will he aggregate content by subject? You want to get sports content? You go here. You want to get entertainment content? You go here. Economic content? You go here. He might. Uh, Nina Jankowicz was on a Zoom call yesterday with a bunch of fellow disinformation board members. And here is what she envisions for Twitter going forward. It is an edit feature that anyone who is blue check marked that she approves of could edit tweets to correct, not their own tweets, anybody's tweets, to credit excuse me, to correct Miss or disinformation. Here it is.
3: Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they Apparently are real people, me. but they're not I'd uh, be one. trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so just as a easy example not from any political standpoint if president trump were still on twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said perhaps your own secretary of state uh, (laughs) and and his news conferences something like that adding context so that people Um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet.
1: Now, I can't decide if my favorite part of this Zoom video of the nine faces on the screen is the guy in the upper left-hand corner who is nodding his head vociferously in agreement with every stupid thing she says, or, or if my favorite participant in this Zoom call is the lady in the middle sitting in a room by herself with a mask on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we have to laugh at the absurdity of it all. Now, finally today, if you've always wanted to live on a golf course because, you know, it's an enviable location to live, presumably, well, you may want to reconsider uh, consider the case of a Massachusetts couple, which sued and won $5 million from the country club, which they lived adjacent to, because they had been subject to the, and I quote, continuous threat of wayward golf balls struck by hackers. Uh, they were awarded $4.93 million by Indian uh, from Indian Pond Country Club. Which was found guilty of not protecting their home from a constant barrage of bad golf shots. Uh, they uh, purchased the home for $750,000 in 2017 on a dog leg, which is a hole that, you know, turns left or right. This one particular hole turned left. They owned the property at the corner of the dog leg. And they. Alleged that their home was struck by 651 wayward shots in three years, which incurred uh, or inflicted multiple broken windows and one that shattered the glass in a picture window that terrified the plaintiff's young daughter. So they sued because guys were trying to cut the dog leg off the tee. And they won. $4.9 million. If you buy a house on a golf course, don't you kind of know that comes with the territory? I hope they don't get a cent of this judgment. Just move the tee box back. Or put up a backstop or something. Problem solved.